Turn in the book of Psalms tonight, chapter 77. Verse number 1. And the word said, I cried unto God with my voice. When's the last time you really cried out to God? Even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. Hey, he's, he's, he's seeking after something. He's saying, God, I ain't going to turn you loose till you do something. He said, I remembered God and I was troubled. I, I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Selah. Thou holdest my eyes walking. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. Woo, that's tough one, ain't it? I have considered the days of old, the years of the ancient times. I call to remembrance my song in the night. He is saying, I remember the good times and the joy. I commune with my own heart and my spirit made diligent search. Will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable no more? Is his mercy clean gone forever? Doeth his promises fail forevermore? Hath God forgotten to be gracious? Hath he in anger shut up his tender mercies? Selah. And I said, this is my infirmity, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. I will meditate also of all thy works and talk of thy doings. Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary who is so great a God as our God. Thou art the God that doest wonders. Thou hast declared thy strength among the people. Thou hast with thy arm redeemed thy people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph, Selah. The waters saw thee. O God, the waters saw thee. They were afraid. The depths also were troubled. The clouds poured out water. The skies sent out sound. Thy arrows also went abroad. The voice of thy thunder was in heaven. In the heaven, the lightning lighted the world. The earth trembled and shook. The way is in the sea and the path in the great waters. Thy footsteps are not known. Thou ledest thy people like a flock by the hand of Moses of Aaron. Chris, that's the blessing. Amen. Amen. Look at verse number 8 tonight. In his mercy, is his mercy clean gone forever? Doth his promises fail forevermore? The thought I had on my heart tonight is, what promises will you believe God for this year? The promises that's already wrote in this book or maybe some theologian will come on television or maybe some 
prophet or prophetess will come across the airways and you'd rather believe them than believe the book. This book was given to us for our help, our strength, our direction, and to remind us of his promises. I'm glad that God is a reminder of those that love him. Is his mercy clean gone forever? You look around what's happening today and, and your mind would probably say those very words. Is his mercy gone? Is his love gone? Is his strength gone? What has happened? Why are we in such a calamity? Why is evil good and good evil now? Is his mercy just quit? He said in verse number 9, Hath God forgotten to be gracious? Now that's questions, folks. Hath he in anger shut up his tender mercies? Well, I'll tell you the truth. If God ever had a right to be mad, he ought to be mad now. He ought to shut up mercies. Yeah, he should have. The way the world's treating him right now, the way he's become a byword and a slang word, isn't it sad tonight, church, that we have to read this reading here tonight as the psalmist was writing to you and I? He said in verse 11, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. He was saying, I do remember these things. When it looks bad, I'll look back on them things. I remember the first full week revival I preached, Brother Tommy Hensley gave me that plaque. And to this day, 34 years later, I still remember the words he said. He said, I'm not giving you this plaque to give you the big head to say you've done a fantastic job in this revival. He said, what I'm giving you this plaque for is to remind you that you would remember that you would remember when you go and preach your heart out and nobody responds. You look back and remember, ain't that what the psalmist is saying? I remember the days when the wonders were made. I remember the mercy and the grace of God. It's time, church, that we look back and remember that God made us some promises and His promises are true and amen. He's not going to change His mind if he said it, he's going to accomplish it. Turn in Psalms 105, verse number 38. Egypt was glad when they departed, for the fear of them fell upon them. Who are we talking about? God's children leaving. He spread a cloud for a covering and a fire to give light in the night. The people asked, and he brought quail and satisfied them with the bread of heaven. He opened the rock, and the water gushed out. They ran in the dry places like a river. Now, I don't know about you, but I want to stop right there just for a moment. My first cousin was in Iraq, and they flew a company from Virginia up here with one of the biggest whale drilling rigs in America, drilled a 16-inch hole, and they drilled for six months over there trying to hit water. 
six months a drill. And this was the technology that we have today to find water. I forget how deep he said that hole was. But he said when they hit that water, he said it gushed forth. He said it shot 150 feet in the air, 16-inch hole. And he said the desert turned green overnight because the water gushed forth. And I read this and I got to thinking about what he is talking about. How when he spoke to the rock and the water came forth and here he said it was like a river. Think about that church. We ought to remember the things that God has done and realize he can still do it. Verse 42, for he remembered his holy promise. And Abraham, his servant, And he brought forth his people with joy and his chosen with gladness and gave them the lands of the heathen and they inherited the labor of the people that they might observe his statutes and keep his laws. Praise ye the Lord. I thought as I read that in preparation for this message, I thought God he'd do us good to remember it do us real good to remember that you promised it, you performed it, and we ought to remember it. You think about it, if you're saved tonight, that was a promise given. And you received it and accepted it. There's some promises in this book that we have never, ever touched. There's some promises in this book that we have never, ever placed in our heart to remember. I'm asking you tonight as we're starting a new year to get this book and search out the promises of God that we might remember them. He brought forth his people with joy and his chosen with gladness. Now listen, why do you think, listen to me, why do you think we have electric lights tonight? Gas heat, padded pews, carpet, Why do you think we have these blessings? Are you hearing me? Read this 45th verse. That they might observe his statutes and keep his laws. Praise ye the Lord. Wasn't that why he brought them out? Wasn't that why he delivered them? Wasn't that why he blessed them and fed them and kept them and light by night, cloud by day, parted the water? Wasn't that the reason that God done these things? That they might keep his statutes. When they got over on dry land on the other side, what did they do? They had to make an altar. We forgot our altars. God promised us he'd meet us there. That's a promise I, I believe every time I go to the altar with a heart that God has stirred to pray. My Father's there waiting on me to pray. He's able to answer whatever. Listen, I may not even know how to pray. God knows what I need. Aren't you glad for that? Because He knows your heart tonight. I may not be able to put it in the right words, but God knows my heart tonight. I may not be able to put it in eloquent words that others would understand. But God knows my heart tonight. 
He knows I'm not perfect, and he loves me anyhow. Boy, that right there makes me want to shout. Also makes me want to cry. Makes me want to do better. Makes me want to search the book for the promises that I can tell others about the promise. How many in here has ever heard that the word said prosper and be in good health? Why do we forget that one? Why do we not use that one? And I was thinking also, let's go over in the New Testament in the book of Acts, if you will. Let's read a few scriptures there in Acts chapter number 1. Are you there? Verse 4. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said he... Ye have heard of me. You heard me read this the other night. I want to help us tonight, church. Sometimes we come to the altar burdened down and we leave too soon. I want the Brother Hired Revis's church to preach one night. We had a tremendous service. I started to preach, and a lady came to the altar. Well, my heart, I went and prayed with her. Finally, Brother Hired come over and knelt down beside of me, and he said, Brother Dennis, go ahead and preach. I said, she's a praying. I'll just pray with her. He said, she's going to pray the whole time you're preaching. said, God had laid that on her heart. And I thought, she don't know how long-winded I am. And she stayed in that altar till I said amen. And I'm talking about no more than I had said that and got up and got to the pulpit. That church got up and got to worshiping. The whole church marched down the church shouting the glory and praises of God. I don't remember how long the service was, but it was over an hour. And she stayed in that altar and prayed the whole time. I thought ever since that happened, Beardy, I wonder if I would be that dedicated. Or would when I got down there and got to pray and that preacher got long-winded, would I be praying, Shut him up, God, shut him up! I need to get up, my legs are hurting. Are you hearing me? How great a promise are you willing to promise God? No greater than you're willing to carry through with. How many of us has ever promised God and failed? How many has ever promised God and come short? How many could raise your hand tonight and say God came short? None of us. Not a one of us could say God has ever come short in His promises. Because he's always gave you over and abundant above what he promised you. He's never just given you exactly. He's always given you a better measure than you ever gave him. Stay with me now. I'm not through with this scripture. But wait. But wait. Brother Hard Michael's the home of God tonight. Brother Hard came in the church, 
got me by the hand and said, Brother, let's pray. I've invited so-and-so to church. I'm praying they'll be here tonight in this revival. They need to be saved. We prayed right there in our pews, earnestly, hard. After we got through praying, he stood up and looked around. He said, I didn't think he'd come and sat right back down on the side of me. I said, I reached and got him by the hand. I said, now we're going to pray for you and your unbelief. I said, your prayer didn't get above this roof because your heart was saying, I don't believe he'll come. Instead of letting your mind say, God can get him here. God can get him here when I can't. Amen. Amen. He had already closed the door on that prayer because of his belief. God's promises are true, folks. Now listen, let me help you tonight. It's not on your time schedule. It's not. You might pray for it today and it might be 40 years. It might be 50 years. Hello? You may be gone when the promise is fulfilled. Are you going to leave this world in doubt or leave this world in the promise? Woo, I think I'm going to go with the promises of God. Let every man be a liar. Let God be the truth. What promise will you believe him for this year? Let me help somebody tonight, would you please? You know God can only do what you will allow him to do in your life. And he said, because of your unbelief, your unbelief, if you were looking at the Red Sea and the army behind you, how much faith would you have? Let, let me give you the Baptist perspective of that scenario. When the wind got to blowing that night, listen to me, I wonder how many of them Baptist folks said, we're out here stuck between a rock and a hard place and God's blowing up a storm. Never knowing that the wind was drying the ocean floor. Right? They didn't know what happened till the morning. But I wonder how many fussed that night. Can't keep my tent closed. The dust is blowing in. Armies behind us, oceans before us, we're going to be dead tomorrow. Is that the Baptist view? Acts chapter number 2, verse number 33. Are you there? Say amen. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has shed forth this which ye now see, and here are you with me, say amen. amen. What promise? Promise of the Holy Ghost. Are you with me? Amen. Verse 39. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. I believe that includes us. That's believers tonight. One of the hardest things for us to believe, listen to me, it's not that God can. It's not that God will. 
What's the hardest thing for you and I to believe tonight is that God can and will for us as individuals. Because we don't think we merit it. Can I help you tonight? You don't. You'll never merit it. It's not for your glory, it's for His glory. (laughs) I'm glad I'm saved tonight. I'm glad the blood was shed for me. Amen. I'm glad that I'm justified tonight through and by the blood of Jesus Christ. Are you perfect, preacher? No, no, no. I'm not perfect. Have you sinned? Yep, yep, yep. Come short always. But aren't you glad he's forgiven? And what is sinning and coming short? Now listen to me. There's a difference in sinning that ignorance and willfully sinning. That's another message for another day. I'm preaching on his promise tonight. Are you with me? For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Jesus Christ will save you. Who's going to keep you saved? You. How are you going to keep yourself saved? Better know the book. Better know the promises. Are you with me? I'm glad that, that I know more today than I did when I got saved. Amen. I may not know all I should know, but I know a lot more today than I did that day. Amen. All I knew that day was I was a sinner. That's all I needed to know that day. In the book of Romans, chapter number 4, verse number 13. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if they which are of the law be heirs, Faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. Woo! I'm glad I'm living under the promise. Amen. Verse 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace, to the end the promise might be sure to all, the seed not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Are you with me? Say amen. Verse 20. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform. Woo! Paul said, I am persuaded he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him. That's a promise tonight that he is able to keep that. If your commitment is from your heart and you truly believe it, he'll keep it. He ain't going to lose it. He ain't going to misplace it. But the keeping lies in our lap, don't it? Because we have to commit it to him so he can keep it. Say amen, somebody. 
Chapter 9 in Romans. And I'll try to finish tonight. I tell you what, we got our money's worth out of that heater. Chapter 9, verse number 8. That is, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted for seeds. Amen. For this is the word of promise. At this time will I come, and Sarah shall have a son. Now I want to close tonight by this. If God can make a woman 99 have a child, he can surely do something with you. If he can make a whale, swallow a man, keep him alive three days, spit him out to get his job done, he can take care of you. If he can talk to an ass and keep the ass from going through the sword of death, surely to God you ain't that hard-headed tonight that God can talk to us and see, not with our natural eyes, but through the promises that God has made to you and I. Surely, if a rooster can crow and remind one of God's men of what he said, surely something will stir you in remembrance of the promises of God. God has used the natural and the unnatural God has used things that we don't even understand fully. I've never fully understood how Philip was transported to and fro, but he was. I've never understood completely how that man stayed alive in the whale's belly. Other than it was a, like Ken Frady used to say, it's just a God thing. It's just a God thing. Really it is, isn't it? You can't explain it. Human mind, human scientists, they can't, oh, that's impossible. Well, the Bible tells me what's impossible with man is not impossible with God. God is able. But we forget the promises. We forget these promises. Do you remember tonight that the Lord said, this is just a preparation for an eternal promise? Heaven or hell, we made our choice while we were here. By how we lived, how we conducted, how we chose to accept the word of God in our hearts and our lives made us who we are and what we are. So when we stand before God, naked as a jaybird, no matter how many clothes you've got on, God can see right through you because he knows the intent of your heart. I've always liked the Baptists when they say, well, I just don't quite believe it that way. Well, what way don't you believe it? You don't believe that people can speak in tongues and people can hear in their own language? I do. You don't believe God can touch cancer and remove it and leave just a little bitty scar? I certainly do. Do I believe God can take a rib out of a heart and fix a heart and they can't see nothing but a broke rib? I do because I experienced that one. I believe these things not only because I've experienced them, I believe them because the Word said they are possible through Christ Jesus. These things are possible because He promised us. Now one of the greatest promises He ever promised you was, I will never leave you nor forsake.
8D. That was a promise God gave us. The question to you and I tonight, in 2023, what will you believe God for? Let me say this. My grandmother Boyd, my grandmother Hensley, I know prayed earnestly for me as an individual because I was a knothead. And I just wonder, now you got to remember I was 32 year old when I really got saved and got right with God. I wonder in those 32 years if Grandma ever thought about this promise just ain't coming true. You know because it got worse before it ever got better, folks. Amen. Amen. I mean, I, I got to the end of the rope, you might say. So it got a lot worse before it got better. And I'll never forget being able to go and preach Grandmother Hensley's church. Didn't even know what it was uh, denominational-wise till I went there to preach. He's a missionary Baptist. I went over there and Matter of fact, Danny Cook was a pastor. And I didn't know that till I met Brother Glenn. Brother Danny stood up that night and he said, Everybody in this church, it's not a Hensley, stand up. Harold Bird was the only person in there that stood up. Danny said, Sit down, you're married to one. <laughs> but Grandma in her wheelchair had to come and see her grandson preach. And Grandma got happy. And Grandma rolled that wheelchair up to the communion table. And she got to praising God a little while <laughs> for answering His promise. I'll never forget that as long as I live. Amen. For answering His promise. She said, God promised me that I'd have grandchildren that would preach the Word of God. James Hensley, my first cousin, preaches, and I'm a preacher. Some of her great-grandchildren are preachers. God's promises are true. Sometimes it takes a while. But you've got to remember, time don't mean nothing to God. It's just a flickering moment in his mind. Just one little flickering moment. And that promise is going to come true. The next flickering moment, the rapture will happen. Won't it be sad for those that did not believe the promise and are left behind? That's the reason it's so important for us that believe this promise in this book to keep praying for the unbelievers. God do something, somehow, some way, that they'll hear that promise is true. And they won't lift their eyes in hell and be in torment. But they'll be able to hear, welcome thou good and faithful servant. I don't care if it's the last second. Let them hear that. Amen. Let's stand together tonight. As we stand together tonight, I want to ask you, are you willing to accept the promises of God this year that you didn't accept last year? And will you seek His promises more this year than you sought for them last year? Will you truly believe him? If you need to come and pray, slip out right now. Come to this altar tonight and say, God, help me. As Abraham by faith 
saw the promises of God come true. And the promises that God made Abraham are still coming true today. Today. This very day, somebody came to know Jesus because of the faith of Abraham and the promise that God made him. Your promises, Lord, are true and amen. And I believe tonight, Father, that you have sent this message to encourage us to believe the word of God to the point that we, Lord, are waiting on that promise. Father, hear our cries tonight of these nailed in the altar praying. Father, I'm glad to know that the word of God shows me and tells me the promises of God. That, Father, that your promises are true. and You will perform them. Lord, look back at your past record, God. You're 100%. You've never missed one, Lord. And I don't believe you ever will, Father. Because the Lord looked to the heavens and said, It is finished. And I thank you for that, Father. Now, Lord, help us to search out your promises. Live by faith, not walk by sight. But just live by faith. And, Lord, we'll praise you tonight and love you and thank you for all you're doing in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen.